dude, Bloody Marys are too spicy for me. I do not like that taste for a drink. It's disgusting. I love it. It was so involved, though. It was so involved, though, and, like, like look at all the, the shit at the bottom of that. Ugh, what is that? <laughs> it's like like salt, pepper, Old Bay. <laughs> Ew, dude. Salt, pepper in a drink? It sounds nasty to me. It's so like, good. It's like it's like a meal. Like um, seasoning, like chicken rub in your drink? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking straight salt. Yeah. It's so... <laughs> It's unbelievable. You can't it's so drink. Good. You can't drink more than one, right? I think this is like maybe like 300 calories in a drink. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Um, yeah, it's it's like a meal. Um, this one I use like Old Bay hot sauce. I use Old Bay instead of like chili powder. I use chili powder too. Yeah, but yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of seasoning. Yeah. Um, and I also made a, an egg sandwich where you just crack the eggs and you put the bread right in and mm, that TikTok bread over TikTok fed egg sandwich. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yo, like TikTok. How, go ahead. I like how TikTok, like someone just made that like a new thing, but obviously that's not that innovative. Like people have been doing this shit for years. It's not that innovative. Yeah. TikTok just like made it viral. Yeah, it's like it's very simple. Just put the bread with the eggs in the pan. Yeah, one of the craziest. Um, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm an idiot! Like, why hasn't why haven't I been doing this for years?" Yeah, it's so easy to make. It's like very good. TikTok's crazy. I like. I was just like scrolling. I I was annoyed with it after a while, but. I actually like I would scroll through and sometimes get like even stock advice and like one of the TikToks was so convincing that I, uh, I jumped into the stock. Really? And I don't know too much about stocks. Um, was it to, uh it was just someone what what did it say? Uh so they, they were they were talking about this stock VTIQ, which was a company that recently uh was I believe bought out and again I, I don't speak stock language bought out by nicola motors who mm -hmm. are uh either creating or, or part of implementing uh electric motors and trucks mm -hmm. so like essentially having their hand in the uh the automation of trucks mm -hmm. and yeah. tiktok was talking about this company that was going to get you know acquired or, or had you know, VC interest in Nikola Motors. Yeah. And I just like that day I felt gutsy and like put $200 in and like <laughs> Nikola Motors acquired them. And it like, I got in at like 27 and it, it, it hit like 92. For real? But, yeah. Damn. Yeah. And like, it's supposed to be like, uh, you know, there's a lot of articles talking about like, you know, it competing. It's like Tesla's competitor basically. Yeah. Um, but like I jumped in because of a TikTok, <laughs> and like it was just kind of like crazy to me. And like I'm following this kid, and he has like kind of like interesting advice. But it was like so fucking lucky that I'm just scrolling and like found it, and like it convinced me and like made me like do an action. Yeah, and that's that's uh that's pretty tight. Yeah, because I I usually think like 
feel like scams would be on there, but yeah, TikTok, uh, it's got some good stuff once you get past all the dancing and everything. Yeah. Um, another thing that I started doing yesterday, I got like a whole bar kit and I made Ooh. like, like during quarantine, I haven't, I've only been drinking wine and beer. No hard so liquor. I, so I've been like fiending like that hard liquor feel. Yeah. And yesterday I got, um, we got gin at the store. Yeah. To make martinis. And on Amazon we ordered like a whole alcohol bar kit. Yeah. And yesterday we made martinis. Uh. And I made like a double martini and that thing fucked me up oh, Mar- yeah. a martini is just basically straight gin yeah right a, and a dash of vermouth and then like ice and olive like a right. dash of fucking olives yeah it's i basically just drank like a cup mm-hmm. of straight gin <laughs> last night and i was so fucked up dude since the, yeah since this quarantine started i uh my tolerance is so low on um like on thursday night i had yeah yeah Two and a half beers, and on Friday morning, I felt demolished. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of drinking I do is probably like ten percent of what I used to do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was like, like a double martini. I had to like nurse it the entire night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I drank half of it, and I'm like, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> and I was like, I was feeling. Yeah, I, I can nurse I one drink. Bad. I can I can there's one drink for a couple hours probably like if it's a it's like a margarita I can I can like just hold on to that and like casually sip in in like a couple hours. Yeah, and and that's that's part of why I think Bud Light, you know, part of AB InBev's premier product line is great because yeah. anyone who's drinking, and I believe we spoke about this before, like. Uh, drinking is a, a nervous tick. Yeah. And the rate of your nervous tick does not change no matter what drink you have. I have three drinks lined up right now. I got Bud Light, coffee, mm. and a Bloody Mary. And no matter what the drink is, I will be yeah. consuming it at, at the same rate as I would if I had a glass of gin. Yeah, yeah. I agree Just with that. A glass of gin, like I'd be blackout and you know and by the time 30 minutes air to this podcast <laughs> Dude, we so so <clears throat> good um so yeah it's part of why i like bud light because it it keeps kind of like the buzz it keeps the buzz going rather than like rather than accelerating yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like in between when we used to go out, you know, and you had like, say, a couple of Tito sodas, and then you just want to chill a little bit, but you still kind of want that drink in your hand. Like, you you just get you switch to beer, switch to a nice light beer. Yeah. Uh, then you're able to like you know maintain that buzz instead of uh, accelerating. Yeah, shots to me are like are, are crazy. Yeah, um, I haven't done shots in a while. I could do a shot now, but that would be it. like one shot for the night, like nothing else. 
if I if I were to go somewhere now, I would do one shot, and then a beer, and that's it. Oh, those those, I, you know those places that have the beer shot combo for like seven bucks. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good to me right now, like for the entire night. One shot, and then I just <laughs> hold the beer the entire night. Yeah, and then you nurse a beer. Yep. That's yeah. the um, coronavirus economy special. Mm-hmm. Um, but I drank half a martini last night, and I watched The King of Staten Island. Ooh, uh, it was a good? Which I think was my favorite movie of 2020. Really? That good, yep. huh? Yeah, tremendous. <laughs> uh that's your that's your catchphrase so yeah yeah I'll, ad- I'll admit i'll admit i stole it <laughs> but um it was incredible and um I'm, I'm trying to think of other what other good movies came out in 2020 to be honest it's really hard to know what 20 i'm losing track of time like memories and time i don't know for me i go by since i you know just graduated my school years are like the year so i go like this year to me means this school year it's like yeah. half 2019 half 2020 you know so i don't know what came out this year but if queen and slim was 2020 that for me is the best of the year but that may have been 2019 yeah, I feel like that was – I'm looking now at this list. I, I've never heard of any of these movies that came out. Fast of Night, St. Maud, Gretel and Hansel. Wait, what, what list I, are you looking at? I don't know, man. I typed in best movies of 2020, and I haven't heard of one of these movies. Capone, I guess. Oh, that was terrible. Invisible Man, no. It was fine, but like not like the best. Bean Pole. What the best movies of 2020? Yo, are you just looking at the uh, Google on when you search on Google? Just the movies that pop up right away. Yeah, I need to go to Vulture. The Assistant, The Whistler, Bean Pole. Sorry, we missed you. Never, rarely, sometimes, always. First Cow. The Way Back. Uh, Yo, Ben Affleck's a basketball coach in a movie? Oh, yeah. I meant to see that movie. He looks a little chunky. Yeah, he does. Um, I mean, I, we're missing a lot of movies, I feel like. I don't, this list, All these lists suck. Why is Capone 12? That was awful. Birds of Prey? Like, why is that? It was, that was fine, but it wasn't one of the best. The hell? I feel like if you go on Ryan Tomatoes right now... The past, the movies on there now are better than all the movies that are on the list that we're looking at. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, I need to go to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Going to anything else? Uncut Gem, Shirley, Adestrada, King of Staten Island. The King of Staten Island was so. King of Staten Island is seventy percent critics, ninety percent audience. Mm, okay. Um, it was, I felt like it was such a, an authentic movie. It was, 
I'm not going to ruin it for you, but Pete Davidson and Bill, uh, Bill Burr were the, Mm -hmm. um, Pete Davidson, Bill Burr and, um, And um, she's famous. I'm looking up her name. Uh, Marissa Tomei. Do you know her? Not by name. Have you ever seen the movie My Cousin Vinny? No. My Cousin Vinny was probably the first time I was introduced to the word fuck (laughs) when I was maybe like seven years old. Oh, I know who she is. Yeah, go ahead. Dude, Um, she's Aunt May. The new Aunt May in Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yep, very hot. She's a um, very good-looking Aunt May. That was a great switch to a nice, hot <laughs> a hot Aunt May instead of an old, crusty Aunt May. <laughs> the, um, yeah, she was in uh, My Cousin Vinny, and my parents, when they showed me, when they showed me and my brother, My Cousin Vinny, and it, maybe it's part of the reason that we curse a lot, we saw it maybe when we were like seven and nine years old mm-hmm. and every other word in that movie is just fuck. This was Joe, Joe Pesci, Marissa Tomei and yeah. Um, Dude, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yo, I saw uh, Ralph Bill- Macchio. Mm. I was, saw Bill Burr on uh, Rogan's podcast yesterday. Oh yeah! Did you watch pretty, it? Yeah, yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was pretty funny. Pretty funny. Yeah, I, I want to see that. Did Did they talk about the movie? They do. They mentioned it a little bit, uh, just about how it was kind of autobiographical biographical for Pete Davidson's life. Yep. Some things were changed, but he was he he promoted it a little bit. Yo, Bill Burr had a huge role. I would say it's by far Bill Burr's like. Like, I would say he was a good actor in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he's definitely not on – he's not the kind of person to, like, really talk himself up. But, like, I thought he did a fucking good job. He played a, he played a firefighter. Yeah. His dad, right? Um, P. Davidson's dad. I'm not going to give anything away, but – he already I already know he dies. <laughs> what? Doesn't he die? No, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm not going to. He says that on like the way he promotes it. That's the one sentence description he gave. So that is not a spoiler because he literally. That's like that probably is in the description of the movie. If you were to go to like IMDb, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything. Okay, but it's a biographical about. It's biographical related to uh, Pete Davidson's life, and if you know Pete Davidson, you know his life. Seriously, you know Pete Davidson's life. It's a very big part of him. So if it's based on him, you know. Right, well, I, well, I saw the movie and you're wrong. So I'm wrong. Am I actually wrong? You're wrong. Yeah. So. All right. Well, then Bill Burr was lying. Do you hear that, by the way? I can. Yeah. What is that? Every day, like this tornado siren goes off, and I don't know what it is. I think it might be the firehouse. Hmm. Just testing out. Doing some tests. Yeah, or there's a fire every day in this town. <laughs> um, All right, so I'm wrong. If you say I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah, it was it was such a good movie. It was so 
like authentic and real in Staten Islandy. Um, it was very good. Like, all right, I'll check it out. Yeah, it it, it could win an Oscar. Really? <laughs> it was so good, man. Okay, uh, I may like you, check that out. How you like that? Uh, you liked um, what was it? Real Time Adolescence what was that other Pete Davidson movie? Yeah, I think that was the name of it. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. So how much did that cost? I paid $20 for it. Jesus. To rent? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> that's, that's just too much. It costs more than going to a theater. Why? I'm a, I'm a big Pete Davidson head, so. I know, but just the price of that, that crazy yeah and like yeah it was but i needed to see pete davidson in action i i think he's like i think it's like really cool that lauren michaels is like putting pete davidson on there he's not like a polished actor he's just like just a regular kid it seems like and yeah it, he's still he good, but it seems like in, in that adolescence movie and probably in this movie, he's like, he's playing himself, it seems like. And it's yeah. probably going to be a similar role going forward. Yep. Yep. It's just that real, that real, like, authentic, like, Staten Island kid. Yeah. Not that I know what that means, but I also want to see Spike Lee's uh, The Five Bloods came out yesterday. Oh, shit. I need to uh, check what that got. Bloods. Rotten. Tomatoes. What is it about? Ooh, 91 critics, 65 audience. So that's a no-go for you. I mean, I mean, I'd watch it. Oh, shit. What? It's got uh Don't do you, ever wa- do you watch the good fight? No. Who's in the good um, fight? Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo, yes. Um The Good Fight's probably one of my favorite shows right now. Really? It's about a. It's about a black. <laughs> it's about a. It's a CBS show, about a, a black law firm, and it's very, very well done. Like keeps up with the times, hits all of the uh, controversial topics from the perspective of a black law firm. Mm, interesting. Do you have ever seen um, the the jokes about LeBron? Turning into Delroy Lindo, looking looking like Delroy Lindo in uh, quarantine. <laughs> no. Me, what is that? Yeah, let me share my screen real quick. You see that? I'm right. <laughs> oh, like, the, the, the older he gets, he's looking more and more like Delroy Lindo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um. Yeah, some good content. Did you uh, did you see Dave Chappelle at all? I didn't watch it yet. No. Yeah, it's it's good. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I wouldn't say it's funny, but. Is it supposed to be funny? Mm, no, I, I know. Yeah. It's just Dave Chappelle talking. I was like thinking, like, as I was watching it, I have such, I have such a respect for Dave Chappelle. I started thinking about like, um, my, my Mount Rushmore of individuals who I listened to. Mm. And I, and I thought about it a lot last night and the people that I could come up with were, uh, uh, Dave Chappelle, John Stewart, uh, Joe Rogan. And, uh, Maybe Kid Cudi with Kid Cudi. Uh, Wait, are you talking about people you, who like have an influence on you? Yeah, I, I would say I would say have an influence on me more. What does Kid Cudi do? Or or more people that I trust? I don't know, man. I just like I, I trust everything about him. I trust how he feels, how he does, how he he speaks out in public. Like, hmm. um, I don't think I've ever heard him speak. I was also thinking like a, a Kid Cudi, a Kid See Ghost kind of thing. Kid Cudi is like the face of it, but like Kanye's in the back. Because uh, Kanye just says, I believe he's talking from the heart, but he just says kind of like very controversial things. Yeah. And, um, and, then, and then Pete Davidson too. Like, like I really just like respect – Pete Davidson for his his honesty and, and realness yeah. in the media. Yeah. And those like five people are your your idols. Part, part of my Mount Rushmore of of media folk, I think. Yeah. I guess I don't have any people who I don't know, I, I wouldn't say anyone's opinion influences me that much to be honest, but I'll say the, pe the people I just like listen to for either entertainment or cause I like listening to them are, I agree with Joe Rogan. Um, I'm just gonna name people's podcast. Uh, Joe Budden for sure. I like Joe Budden. Yeah. Um, Stephen A. Smith, not for his opinions, but just cause his, just cause entertainment factor. Yeah. Uh, Joey Diaz. Um, Andrew Santino. Andrew uh, Santino's sick. Yeah, very funny, very witty. Yeah, so I'm so happy. happy he found like a good role in Dave. Yeah, he would. Uh, he probably would have found some other way. I don't feel like that was his real breakout. Although that, I mean, that's by far his most successful thing, by far. But he was already. He's already been on a, a number of late night shows before this. And his his comedy was getting a lot of traction before this, but this this is definitely his most successful thing. Anyways, that's beside the point. Yeah, but I think I feel like like you could be if you're not one of the top like five comics, then it's then you're just kind of like niche almost. Yeah, and 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 I don't know what I'm talking about, or I don't know the exact thing, but. That's why, like, in my head, when, like, Santino does, like, such a good role in Dave 
or when Pete Davidson does his shit, those are like stepping away from just like the stand their stand up comedy persona. Mm-hmm. And like there's a real there's a real like monumental moment in creativity once you combine like all parts of media, like, you know, uh, something like a, a video that has like a score and a storyline um, that is right. like really well done. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm curious, I'm, I'm honestly curious what Santino thinks is his, like thinks of his accomplishments on Dave versus everything he's done in stand-up comedy. True. He'd, he'd probably pick stand-up comedy because he loves it. You mean if he had to like pick one of the other, other? or just say what's been mo- more successful for him? I mean, yeah, Dave is extremely well, popular. I guess what his most like proud accomplishment is. Oh. Like what, I, he's, most, what, what he's most proud of artistically. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he had – just like ownership wise, he didn't probably had didn't didn't have that much ownership of of the direction of Dave and like I don't know if he wrote or what, but the other stuff I mean it's completely his shit. So yeah, true. I would think that. Yeah. Um, more people that I listen to, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I definitely like him. Uh, I do like Elon Musk. Um, we've talked about that many many times. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? That may be it in terms of people I listen to the most. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to watch like the I used to watch Daily Show every night with like John Stewart and like I, I think that was where part of me, you know, part of the reason that I, I love Joe Rogan is similar to why I love John Stewart because I would listen to him every night. So I felt like I knew him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I knew where his opinions were coming from and that they were, you know, I knew, I feel like I knew the contents of his character from just like listening to him talk all the time. Yeah, for sure. And then I decided, like, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, John Stewart gets, you know, anything John Stewart thinks, like, I'll vote that way. Yeah. Um, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, I, I disagree with on certain things here and there. Yeah. Yeah. There's but, a, if you, if you watch like the Bill Burr episode yesterday, a majority of that, I was like, d- did not agree with at all, but I still love the episode. Like they're funny yeah, guys, yeah. but their opinions were way off or way off based on a lot of things. But I still like listening to it. I can I can listen to people say the opposite opinion or the wrong opinion, like based on what I believe. And I can still I still listen to them, and I can still like you know enjoy that. But doesn't mean I agree with them. Yeah, people- like Joe. Yeah, like Joe Rogan has like opinions on like race and um, like affirmative action that I just like don't agree with. Yeah. Um, and that that certain thing I think is you know part of the issue but i don't want to like dive too deep in it now but i i I still respect him for his like honesty and just you know i I understand the his he puts the contents of his character all out there so yeah that is true um 
Mm. So the uh, the last two nights, I've gotten the most horrific sleep possible for many reasons. But for, first of all, uh, what what type of sleeper are you? Are you do you sleep on your back, your your stomach, or do you sleep like to one side? I sleep on my stomach or my side, mostly my stomach. I think your stomach. Okay, and if you sleep on your side. Do you, if you were to like fall asleep facing your left, would you be able to sleep the entire night facing that direction or would you constantly shift? No, I have to sleep one way. And you can be asleep the whole night just facing one way. Yeah. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it stems from, it's pretty interesting because I like, I sleep one way and I sleep on my right side because my first memories as a kid if I slept, like I, I have to sleep on my uh, right side. And the reason I did that is because if I slept on my left side, I would be facing the corner of my bed where monsters could have been. So that's in deeply ingrained in your sleeping habits. Completely ingrained in my sleeping habits. Not that I think of monsters anymore, but like... When I was little, if I faced that way, I would just be staring at this pitch black, yeah, nothing, missing my bed. Yeah. And that would scare me. So I would face the door and wherever I could see things. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So I face, I, I see on my, my side and usually I like my left, I sleep, my left shoulder is down and I'm facing that way. Usually, sometimes I do the other way, but two nights ago, I fell asleep with my left shoulder down facing that way, and then I woke up on the other side, except I was like 100% of my pressure, um, my weight was on my right shoulder, and my right shoulder was like completely being crushed, 100% no circulation to my arm. And you woke up with so, a spaghetti arm? Yeah, I did, but it hurt, it was like very painful. It was, I was like very concerned when I woke up, it was in the middle of the night. My arm was completely dead and not only dead, it was like very painful. Yeah. So I went, I turned around and went back to sleep the other way again. And then four more times I would wake up on the, on the other side, exact same position. My shoulder was like completely dead. On the other side? On the other side. Yeah. Hmm. And so now that's just, it happens. I can't help it. Like nothing, no matter what, I'll just end up on my shoulder crushing it. There's no way I can prevent it. Have you ever slept on your stomach? On my stomach? I used to, but not anymore. I probably should work on doing that again. I can't, I can't sleep on, like, on my back. If I sleep on my back, 100% of the time, I'll have a dream of falling. And I, I really? can't. I feel like I'm falling if I sleep on my back. Yeah, I can't sleep on my back either. Yeah, I, can, I can nap on my back. I can fall asleep during the day on my back, but I cannot go to sleep at night on my back. Podcast fear of the darkness. So then you, uh, your sleeping options are gone aside from the stomach. <clears throat> yeah, right. There, I need some like device. I need like training wheels to sleep. I can't, you, I can't keep waking up on killing my fucking shoulder. That's so weird. Very and weird. You, and he, and this happened two nights in a row, like two nights in a row. No matter what, I'll just wake up in the position I did not start in, 
completely crushing. Does your arm shoulder. hurt now? Yes, it does. It's like it's it's weak. Like your shoulders hurt? Shoulder, my entire arm, like down, bicep, forearm. It just feels real weak just because there's very little circulation that's been going to while I sleep. Yeah, I've definitely like woken up with straight noodle arm. Yeah. You know, before. It's um, did you work out recently or something? I have been working out. Yeah, more so than usual. But I don't like subconsciously. I'm just rolling over and, and ending up in the same position each time. It's that, that, could, that could be, you know, working out could be, you know, maybe you, uh, you exacerbated something. Because true, you, you weren't working out before. Not, not like this, no. Yeah, so that, yeah, that could be so. it. That's weird. Also, I woke up. So before I go to bed, I'll, I'll watch like YouTube shit. I'll watch podcasts and stuff. So last night I was watching Theo Vaughn and Brandon and Schaub's uh, podcast I think it's called the king and the sting or something mm-hmm. and so I watched it I press pause and I just like, closed my laptop so it goes to sleep and then I put my laptop on the side of a uh, little thing on the side of my bed and I went to sleep and in the middle of the night while my computer was closed and sleep it started fucking playing the podcast and so I woke up and I'm just hearing Theo Vaughn and Brandon Schaub's voice and it sounds like they're coming from inside my fucking room so I was so thrown off. I didn't know what that fuck was happening. And I was like, I was looking around, like I had no clue where I was. And I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, I was like trying to thought, I was process so quickly, my thoughts. And that, I feel like that like scarred me for the night. Yeah. That fucked up with my shoulder and then that happening. But I probably got like one hour of sleep. Do you, do you typically sleep okay? Yeah, I sleep great. Especially with CBD oil, I sleep great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I've never, I don't know. Sounds pretty bad, dude. Yeah, it's not, not cool. Not cool. But, uh, but now you're going to like drink and try and power through, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm good for the day, but yeah, yeah. I can't keep doing that. We'll see. It, 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 it sounds like an injury. You think? Yeah. Maybe on my the other side of my shoulder. So while I'm asleep, I'm shifting off of it. Do you sleep with your arm out? I sleep. So if I'm sleeping with my shoulder against the bed, yeah, this yeah. arm will be out like that. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. But then, so... But then when I shift at night and when I wake up, um, uh, this arm is down and I'm uh, completely, all my weight is on the shoulder and my left arm is just in, it's not out. All my weight is on the shoulder. Completely and it's me. been two nights and it's been both shoulders that you've tried this on? I sleep on my left shoulder and I end up on my right shoulder. And the, does the right shoulder hurt? That's the shoulder I, I end up crushing, yeah. Not the left shoulder, though. No, I always end up on my right shoulder. But your left shoulder doesn't hurt. No, because I don't. Sleep, I don't sleep on it. I don't like crush it. Yeah, I mean, you could try your left shoulder. You know, it could be you're not used to sleep, or you always sleep on, end up on your right shoulder. Is what you're saying, right? Yeah. 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 And then just recently, it's hurting. 
Well, no, no, no. That doesn't happen normally, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a couple of days, and then hopefully it's just, like, soreness or something. Otherwise, I'm, I'm going to need to, like, fucking strap myself in or something. Yeah. <laughs> strap my arm down. A sleep strap? <laughs> yep, anything that works. I feel like that's got to be a thing. Probably. Um, yeah, I've been sleeping great during quarantine. Having no commute, like, I just get, I probably got like eight and a half hours to sleep a night. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, you ever mess with like those? Like uh, the sleep data apps? No, not really. I don't know what I would do based off the data that I'm getting. Uh, you would, things that you would do is like, just kind of like micro things, like maybe drinking tea before bed or like, once you have enough data, you'd be able to just like collect it and, and then, like, experiment on yourself, basically. Yeah, but I, f- I feel like I have a general understanding of uh, the sleep I got the night before, like, how well I'm sleeping. So I know the, there are certain things you can do to get better sleep, but I don't need data to tell me that. I know when I don't get good sleep or not. Yeah, our parents' generation, like, they didn't go to doctors. Like, yeah. every, like I go to a doctor every year. I get like my vitals checked like every year. Like that was not something that was typical for yeah. just our parents' generation, just last generation ago. Yeah. Like they, they didn't know if they ate too much salt. They didn't know if they ate too much sugar. And oh, now, now, now that they all know, they definitely did. And, <laughs> and, we, and we know that shit. Yeah. Like... You, so you're you get saying, those like life updates. So, so they, sleep data is the equivalent of going to a doctor? Yeah, sleep data it's just data. It's like, oh, like you sleep really shitty and then you know it's up to you to take kind of like these small habitual changes to try and improve it. Um True. you know, fear fear is definitely like part of the reason that you probably don't do it. It's probably definitely the reason that I don't do it. Like sleep data? Yeah, I'm not scared of my sleep data. That's not something I don't equivalent. That's not the same thing about going to a doctor to get something checked out. You've been worried about. I know it's along the same lines though. It's just like it's health data. It is, but it's not really the same level. Like I know, I know I get shitty sleep. I already know that. I don't know. I know I can, when I do get shitty sleep, I know when it happens. Yeah, fine. But you're saying what I think right now is good sleep may possibly not be good sleep. Yeah, I think you'd be surprised. It's it's like crazy how little like REM sleep people actually I think get. True. True. So um, let's say that I do that and the data shows that I'm not getting enough REM sleep or deep sleep. So then what do I do then? It's up to me to find to research. Yeah, 
then you work out more, you fix your diet, you, you make small habitual changes to try and uh, increase that. Yeah. Fair enough. Like diet, diet for me has been such a, a game changer mm-hmm. in terms of just like how I eat to stay. I don't drink coffee for work. Mm. And part of it is, I believe I just have like a very like, like small breakfast, like salad for lunch, Mm. like healthy dinner. Mm. And like, I don't focus. I feel like it's a very Americanized, like to, to chunk. That's an American thing to fucking gorge your taste buds with just the most amazing tasting food indulgence, like gluttony. Like it's, it's a very American thing to just eat, for eating for for taste good's sake yeah and it also makes you tired and if you do that every day it actually impacts your health obviously oh, yeah. for sure for sure <laughs> so like so i've i've and 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 i believe like coffee does this too like in my head i don't want to i don't want to rely on drinking coffee every day i drink coffee on the weekends because trying to get fucked up (laughs) yeah if i could never if i could never use anything to if i need to be alert or awake yeah you're right i don't want to take anything so that i I, so that i can get there without me being able to do it naturally i don't ideally i would never like to drink caffeine uh it's because it's not great for you yeah so then, so then it involves like making these small changes so that you're able to like sustain yourself and able to like feel an energy without like artificially, not yeah. artificially, but like without needing the aid, the aid of stimulants or drugs. Yeah. And that's just like, all of that is just like, like the data would help. Um, like I've never really been into like calorie counting. Cause I think like you can definitely get lost in data and get obsessive over it. Mm-hmm. But I think creating those like habitual, like small changes mm-hmm. in, in your habits can, can really impact health if you're very conscious about it and you, and you have to be conscious about it. Yeah. What are like, so we're not obviously not health experts or nutritionists or dietitians, anything like that. We don't know what we're talking about, but say you were to give someone, you know, the top three to five tips on your diet and how to stay healthy, how to improve your lifestyle. What would you, what would you say? Um, number one. Mm. Little sh- little sugar. Okay, little sugar. I think sugar might be one of the worst things for you if you consume large qualities of it. Quantities. Like, like uh, yeah, quantities. If you if you eat pasta every night, if you eat rice every night, unfortunately. Wait, wait. Um, before before you go that back to sugar, how do you how do you limit your sugar? What do you what do you avoid? I try if I eat sugar, I'll try to eat it earlier in the day, so I and can b- burn it off before I sleep. 
And what types of things are you talking about though? Like what type of foods? Uh, I'll drink yogurt with flavoring. So that's sugar. Yeah. So you're trying to limit that? No, no, no. Sugar. I'm talking bread. I'm bread. talking. Yeah. What else? Um, like bread, like starches, pasta, rice. Okay. I'll have turkey burgers without buns. Mm. Uh, meat and vegetables for me, for my diet has helped with my energy during the day. And I haven't gone like completely like vegan or completely vegetable, but. Okay. So for, for sugar, so many things have sugar that, you know, you wouldn't even think of. So for you, you have to like be specific on the types of things, types of foods that you know have sugar in them. Just for example, candy, obviously like no candy, um, no yeah. ice cream. So for me, when I'm like thinking of a diet or like a plan for someone, you can say limit sugar or no sugar, but it's, if you're laying out a plan for someone or yourself, it's easier to just say a, t- a specific type of food or category of food and say none of this or limit this. So you have to say a lot of things have sugar in them. You, you would never know. Even fruit, fruit has sugar. There's certain fruit that has a lot of sugar, but that's natu- natural sugar. Um, so you, you even have to limit stuff like fruit, but obviously fruit juice is extremely high in sugar, uh, has even added sugar. So you have to completely stay away from juices in my opinion, stuff like ice cream, candy, that kind of desserts. Yeah. I, I used to drink Coke all the time. Well, yeah. Sodas is terrible for you. Soda is horrible. Right. Uh, juice, juice has a lot of sugar. Yeah. Also juice is very bad for you unless, um, yeah, any, any juice is terrible for you. Even though I, lo- I do love a glass of freshly squeezed OJ, but it's really the, and I'll have potatoes for dinner from time to time. Um, but it's rice people, the foods, the sugar foods that people habitually drink, candies, sodas, come on, rice and pasta. So those are the four things you would, you would get rid of. Rice and pasta. No. And, uh, yeah, another, I would say, so so be careful of sugar is one. That's hard though. So are you saying anything you, anything you eat, just read the label and look for sugar, look at the sugar content. Look, look at the carbs, carbs, sugar is carbs. So be careful of things with high carb values. Yeah. And number two, and potentially that number two could be number very much. Number one is just port straight portion control. Mm. Don't eat too much because don't eat. Americans love to eat until their tummy hurts. And you know what? I'm going to eat tonight until my tummy hurts because it's the weekend and that's what I do on the weekends. Mm -hmm. But during the weekday, I eat a well-portioned meal and my stomach isn't hurting. I don't feel full afterwards, but I ate. I feel satisfied. Yeah. Portion control 
I don't think Americans are really good at portion control on any stretch of the imagination in any so field, but but what is the what's the guideline there? Like portion control, but what exactly how do you do that? How do you limit portion control? How do you do how do you so um, I, th- I think and again I'm not a nutrition expert, but females typically stay around 300 to 500 calories per meal and males are 400 to 600 calories per meal. So stay within that range. Yeah. So if you go to McDonald's, let's see how many calories a Big Mac is at McDonald's. 570. That's my guess. I'm going to say like a thousand something. Oh, five, five fifty. Woo. Look at me. Damn. How do you know that? Oh, it's because I was actually, I did look at this recently, not recently, but maybe like a couple months ago. And I was very surprised at how little calories some of the items had in them. Yeah. So that that's calorie intake, right? And, but that, that also goes along with the carb thing. Um, how many carbs in a Big Mac? Mm, I don't know that one. Sodium, too. Be careful, like sodium, yeah. Salt. I think. Yeah, I think you want to stay under 1,500 milligrams a day. A Big mm-hmm. Mac, one Big Mac is 1,000. Mm, not good. How does Big Mac not have general carbon listed? Total sugar, nine grams. That's it? Oh, here it is. Never mind. <laughs> 45 grams of carbs in a Big Mac. Right. Should be like cognizant of it. Yeah. Um, it's and um, I do think there is something to what people call uh, intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because my whole life I would get verbally pillaged for not eating breakfast. And then all of a sudden, nutritionists throw the word intermittent fasting on not eating breakfast. And all of a sudden, it's some sort of scientific revelation, which is like the power of marketing. But what it's really called is, is not eating breakfast. Well, it depends on the hours you're not eating. So if you if I stop eating at, at uh, 6 p.m., then I can eat breakfast at a normal time because I stopped way earlier in the day. Like my dinner ended at 6. And I, inter- I fast until breakfast the next morning. So it just, it just depends. Or you can eat later in the day, like dinner at like 8, and then, and then skip breakfast. So it just depends. It's not necessarily skipping breakfast, although it's p- probably the main way people do it. 
but it really depends on which hours you choose to be that eating period and which hours you choose to fast. So for me, if, if I say, if I say I want to, you know, lose some weight, tighten up, then intermittent fasting is, is definitely the way to go. And I'll stop eating every day at 6 PM. I'm going to bed hungry uh, and I'm waking up and eating a light breakfast. And for me, that's probably the most effective way to lose yeah. weight. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, we're playing with semantics here, but intermittent fasting, I think for men is typically 16 hours and then you eat for eight hours. Yeah. You can do so if you want, you do yeah, 10, if, 14, you, if, 14. if you stop eating at six, which like, you know, are, are you, uh, are you a grandpa and grandma and stop eating at six? I mean, I do that when I, when I start doing intermittent fasting, I'll stop at six. Cutoff is at 6 p.m. 6, 6 p.m. every day. I mean, that's like an extreme way, way though, but that works. If you go to bed hungry, you wake up hungry, that's extremely effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, uh, you know, I've, I've been a proponent of intermittent fasting skipping breakfast for my entire life yeah uh not that i'm particularly healthy but i'm trying to be right right um, but there is there is science behind intermittent fasting it's not marketing it, like the name it's it's become popular recently because there has been marketing behind it but there is science behind it. it's it's fact-based it's an actual real thing yeah. yeah yeah skipping breakfast you don't need to skip breakfast that's what i'm saying stop eating earlier in the day nobody does that though like people eat dinner at around seven or eight and then the intermittent fasting the 16 minute interval 16 hour interval your next meal should be at noon or lunchtime yeah um or you can do it earlier yeah. The, with, with dieting for me, it's just like, you know, what's unhealthy, you know, oily stuff. You know, I think the interesting debate for me is like, whether is whether meat is healthy or not. Um, and that, that I don't, I feel like is too difficult of a terrain to yeah. go down. And there's right the whole thing that, too much red meat is not healthy for you. But then there's the whole carnivore diet and saying that all meat, if you were to do a, a diet of all meat, that's how like humans were originally that's that was our diet originally. Like yeah, and then, gathering. Yeah, and then we would die at the age of what, thirty two or something, or sixteen. Like grandmas were eighteen years old. Uh true. Like we're we're an evolved species. We're not <laughs> fucking bush people anymore. I don't know. When I tried to do all meat, I felt pretty good. I lo definitely lost some weight. Really? I did. Yeah. Oh, I felt good. I'm curious about it. I'd love if <laughs> if I could eat all meat. Yeah. I like vegetables. I like vegetables. But so you can eat all meat, and you can also eat eggs. Yeah, I wish I wish rice was good for you. I love rice, but it's I don't think it is. Yeah, I think in small quantities it is. 
For but like me, yesterday, I, yesterday I had three bowls of pasta and it was the best thing I ever had. Oh yeah, yeah. that's not good. Pasta is incredible. For me, if if I were thinking for just say myself, some guidelines or rules or tips for myself to lose weight, strictly with diet, I say the number number one, and this sounds cheesy, but number one, no fried foods. So no fried chicken, no Chinese food, anything that's deep fried. That would be number one. Number two would be the only liquids liquids you're allowed to have are water. And because it's impossible not to drink, Tito soda. <laughs> this is called the Tito soda diet. Water, Tito soda. So there's no there's no regular sodas. There's there's no juice, no Gatorade, anything like that. Yep. Number three, uh, the basis for number three is limit dairy and and sugar and bread. But it's hard to just say that. So absolutely no pizza. That's that's so much cheese and bread. That's like one of the worst things. So like in New York, I was eating pizza every weekend, a full pie every single weekend. So pizza is number one. You know, you, get, you can't do that. So limit dairy, uh, no ice cream, absolutely no ice cream. And just try to limit your cheese in general. Uh, limit, what was that? Are you puking no 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 i did such a weird move why don't i bite that lemon um yeah dairy i love cheese so much that's that's my uh that's my guilty pleasure yeah cheese cheese is great but there's no pizza uh try to limit your cheese eggs is is good we don't really eat that much eggs anyways but um so absolutely no ice cream, try to limit milk. I don't really drink milk that much anyways. So, and then after that is the intermittent fasting. You know, whether you do 6 p.m. like I would do or 8 p.m., you go to bed hungry, wake up hungry. And then at a 10 a.m. for me, I would have a coffee or light, some fruit or, you know, whatever, cereal or something. And that would be my first meal of the day and at 6 p.m. Those would be the four major things for for me to lose weight, and you know try to be healthy. Yeah, I think those are pretty interesting. Ending at six p.m. is impossible, though. It's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. Yeah. Um, I gotta go to a winery pretty soon. Ooh, you guys have a. Nice wine tour, wine tasting. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go try and hang out with uh, humans, or not hang out. We're gonna try to go socially distance near humans, but so like strangers. Yeah, but these the tables are like you know twenty feet away from each other. Yeah, yeah. that should be cool. Um. Yeah, we're like slowly, you know, there's only like 100 cases in our county. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I'm the, the coronavirus, I'm fearful of it turning me into an agoraphobe. So I'm trying to like slowly make my way back into society. Yeah. Yeah, you're pretty, you're, you're pretty sheltered up there. Haven't done too yeah. much. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, you recently got canceled on because I'm not going to speak on that, but yes. No, yeah, yeah, uh, not not to mention anything, but um, yeah, yeah, that was it's, not it's, cool at all. It's such a weird like I've canceled on. I've canceled on people because I don't trust, you know, like these are like, these are like my best friends. And like, I was like, like yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a weird thing to be like, sorry, man, I love you, but I don't trust you. Yeah. You know what? On the other side of that does not feel good. It's not feel good at all. Yeah. But I, I bet, but, but like, I'm not going to argue with you. I understand people's tolerances. And so you, you know, you're not, you can't argue with someone or, or even try to combat that in any way, but no. you know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel great. No, no, I, no, I know it doesn't. It, it's weird to be on the. It's weird to be on both ends. It's just fucking weird time, Re- yeah. receiving in and like, mm, like I'm too scared. I'm sorry, or like, I'm sorry, I can't hang out with you. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm in the country, so like, like city people try to chill on me. Like I have to like. <laughs> it's too easy for me to like not trust and and be like. Let me go at my pace. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I would go through phases. Like I was, I was a kid at, I was a kid at camp. Like when I would go to summer camp when I was little, I fucking hated it. I hated having to make new friends every two weeks. I'd like cry and like wanted to go home. I, I went through a phase where like I hated going to birthday parties <laughs> from like second grade to like fourth grade, wow. where I was just like. I think like maybe social anxiety stuff. Like, I don't know, but like, (laughs) like one of the funniest, one of the funniest things in the, the new, uh, the King of Staten Island will circle back here at the end was when Pete Davidson was getting like reamed at about like sitting in the corner at a party. Yeah. And he's like, some people sit in the corner. It's fine. And like, you're just getting screamed at for being a loser and like i just felt him on that i'm like yo just leave me alone let me be in the corner and and do my fucking thing um yeah i think it's just you know uh, different social tolerances that really come into play when a pandemic is in your face so yes i'm very looking forward to this whole thing being over as am i this fucking sucks yep 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 but podcast is picked up because of it for sure it's a new creative outlet yeah it's a lot of fun to do you've been adding some good graphics in there too i have i worked on that that intro although i didn't actually create the animation i just put the animation in there is that i move is that iMovie? no adobe premiere pro oh wow okay student so, discount twenty dollars a month yes shout out adobe sponsor so, us and give me a free free adobe please yeah but you can you can just find graphics that are already cre- created and you yep. know you just type in whatever yep but yeah that's cool maybe i'll do some other stuff for this one uh we should think of some other like recurring reoccurring segments or like games or something i was thinking one could be rabbit hole of the week so for me every week 
it happens that I'll watch something or see something and it sends me down a deep rabbit hole of research and, and stuff for that one topic. I love and that. I'll just become an expert on that. So I, I, I love that. For every, every episode we have like rabbit hole of the week. And if you happen to have something like that during the week, you know, you go through it a little bit and talk about it. That's an, that's a great idea. Yeah, we should do that. I think we do a pretty good job of talking off the cuff, but I do also think we definitely like I was thinking this week, it's like, Oh, should I come prepared? Like now I'll be fine. (laughs) But like, I would like to talk tech gaming and other kind of avenues that we prepare for. Yeah. We, We tried to get guests on this week. Shout out Dan and Alex. Yeah, they were not not, uh, interested in coming on. Yeah. So what do we we move forward? You know, we don't. uh... I I like rabbit hole of the week. Um, And then it just really just me or you sending a list of topics. But I I think the the seg the reoccurring segments is a good idea. Building that habit. Yeah, and then we can and graphics and stuff. Yeah, and I I love starting with rabbit hole of the week. And then it could be like a screen share thing where you like dive into Wikipedia or like wherever the hell your rabbit hole takes you. Yeah. 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 That'd be cool. Without, and it's all, it's also pretty easy to like free freestyle a rabbit hole. Oh, for sure. Cause you just, you literally just learned it and you still know a lot, but yeah, that'd be cool for me without actually doing the segment and going through anything. My rabbit hole of the week would be Bruce Lee's movies slash legacy. Uh, prompted by the 30 for 30 that just came out last Sunday. And so that led me down a deep rabbit hole researching different martial arts and kind of the evolution of all these different disciplines like Kung Fu, um, Taekwondo, Judo, and how that kind of evolved into modern day MMA. And then I'm currently watching all the Bruce Lee movies. Oh, wow. So the 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 first two that he made. So have you seen any Bruce Lee movies? No, I'm not. I've so, stayed away from this rabbit. <laughs> why? Just involuntarily? I just haven't. No, involuntarily. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there are, at least the first two movies are dubbed, and um, so he made the movies. The first movie was Fists of Fury. And the second movie was called Chinese Connection. And these were like Chinese movies. However, when they were brought to America, they were, the titles of them were switched accidentally. And so the, the first movie, the American name for the first movie is The Big Boss. And the second name of the American, the American name for the second movie is called Fist of Fury, which should have been, is actually the name of the first movie. So they fucked up the titles or whatever. But so they're all dubbed in English except the, the dubbing is absolutely terrible. It doesn't, obviously doesn't match what they're saying because it's hard to match uh, Chinese and, and uh, English, but it's like very off. Even sometimes they'll be talking, like they're moving and there's no dubbing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, so also the dubbing, I haven't listened to this, but the dubbing, it's, it's like they found someone on the street to just read the script. There, there's no like <laughs> voice acting. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds so terrible and like simple, but the simplicity of the movies makes it actually really good. And if you even look, like look at reviews of them, they're really highly regarded movies. 
So it's something I would definitely recommend you get into or start watching. It's, 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 they're so good. Even how bad the dubbing is and stuff. And like, it was, it was a, a long time ago. So no, it wasn't the greatest acting period, but it's just, yeah, they're incredible. Yeah. I think we can potentially dive into that on the next step <laughs> or wherever, whatever. Uh, damn, man, I need, I need some Zyrtec. <laughs> Number one allergy recommended. Um, I think we should dive into that for next time because I am, I think I am pretty interested in just uh, the history of the popularity of MMA, which yeah. I think Kung Fu movies has a lot to do with it for because, sure. because the first, the first fighting movies, even I remember when I was a little kid were, yeah, it was like Kung Fu movies. Yeah, for sure. It was definitely popularized martial like, arts in the U S and like even like crouching tiger head and dragon. Yep. Great movie. I'm going to watch that this weekend. I think. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Yeah. It's so interesting. Um, yeah. so we'll save that for another time. Yeah. I think this is a good one. Yeah. How long we go? Like an hour and a half. Um, yeah, I think around there. Yeah. Are you edit uh edit to the winery? Is it a what is it? A what is it, a vineyard? It's a winery, I think. It might be a vineyard. I would assume they have a vineyard. It's a winery, and they have a vineyard. I don't know. I I'm, I don't know. I yes. could be wrong. Yeah. Vineyard sounds like the plot of land. And yeah, the winery you know, sounds like the amusement aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, uh, enjoy that. I hope you uh, taste some fine wines. Maybe some natural wine. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wonder if they uh, if they have have natural wine. Good question. I think I'm going to ask them about it because it's a big thing. I'm pretty curious from what our friend Cody says. Yeah, I've had um, a fair amount of natural wine. Does it taste that much different? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, the ones that I tasted were pretty unique. So I don't know. It's hard to like compare apples to apples. But there's just like less additives in there, less preservatives, whatever they use to preserve it. There's less of that. I don't really know the specific details, but it just feels you know, a little cleaner. Mm. Like when I was drinking it, I felt, you know, the buzz was just a little better. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, all right, dude. All right. It's been real. We'll catch y'all next time on episode 17 next week. Maybe we'll have a guest, maybe we won't, but we'll definitely have a lot to talk about. Peace, y'all. Peace.